0: Welcome to The Smile Project. I'm Dr. Janet Rowland. I have a great guest today. Many of you know her already because you have visited her store. Um, She is the owner of Gramps Donuts, and her name is Amy Gilmore. Amy, welcome to the show. Hello, hello. Thanks for having me on. Yes, so happy that you're here. Um, So for those of you who are making New Year's resolutions to... Um, Get healthy this year. You may not have been there at the beginning of the year yet, but... Um, as the year progresses. And if you're rewarding yourself for doing a great job, she's the place to go. We also do have sugar-free coffee. Yes. So that is an option for a coffee treat. And you have just great teas and yes. good meeting space. And you yes. can just relax and be down with your friends. Yeah. yeah. It's, so there's lots of good things. There, there are. Yeah. Lots you don't things. have to just come and splurge. Correct. Um, and a lot of the donuts have fruit on them too. So I always think that's a win. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's so I Amy, mean, Yeah. So um, I just want you to just take a few minutes, just introduce yourself. Tell me just a little bit about like what your job is, um, what your family looks like. Um, and then kind of the other third part of that is just what what's your passion or what do you see as the pa- your passion for your life? OK, um, well, I'm
1: Amy Gilmore. I'm from Owensboro. I was born and raised here, graduated from OHS, um, met my wonderful husband at something called Chrysalis. In high school, Um, we dated, got married, lived in Lexington for 20 years, and then we moved back to Owensboro about eight years ago. We have two boys who are 18 and 20, which seems really weird to say that they're that old, but they are. (laughs) Um, One's a senior in high school and one's a junior in college. And uh, we own Gramps Coffee and Donuts. My husband's a pastor here in town, and then we run the shop. And that keeps me really busy. Yes. It um, It is a joy to go to work every day and see people come in and visit with their friends and family i love that we know most of our customers names and i can pretty much make their drink before they walk in the door because (laughs) they get the same thing but like there's something really nice about knowing people all around town that i probably would not have interacted with otherwise Mm -hmm. so that's really great something i really like to do what do
0: you feel like is your passion my passion Mm -hmm. Hmm. so if i was like who is amy gilmore oh well, my pat, I love my family mm-hmm.
1: a whole, whole lot. I do. Um, that is one of my priorities in life. Um, I like to read. That's okay. a passion. Yeah. I like to read teen fiction.
0: Okay. Um,
1: I read for entertainment, not for education. Okay. Um, I work out. I don't know. Those. I like to spend time with my friends. Yeah. What are you reading right now? I am reading. What is it called? Oh, now it's an Ember in the Ashes book series, but it's the
0: third one and I can't remember the name okay, of it. Okay.
1: Yeah. And I can't do not know how to say the lady's name that wrote it.
0: So, um and I'm going to come back to that. So, mm-hmm. bookmark where we are at right this. Yes. So, what did you do in your career before you started making donuts? Oh,
1: before we owned Gramps, I was a stay-at-home mom. Wow. Um from the time we had the 20-year-old until we opened Gramps, which he was 17 when we mm-hmm. opened. Um, but yeah, I stayed home. I worked part-time as a substitute teacher. I had a part-time job when we lived in Georgetown at an orchard, all of those during school hours so I could still be home with my kids. Um, but yeah, mostly I was just home with the
0: kids doing kid things. Okay. So when you, so you're home, at home, so I, I stayed home too for a little while. Mm-hmm. And kind of um, when I was home, I always kind of had this like little whisper in my head that was like, oh, you you need to do something else. You need to do something else. You need to do something outside of the house. Did you have that?
1: Yes. I do not like to sit still. Okay. So that was partly why I had part-time jobs. My job at the Orchard, I did tours for this for the Orchard. I did school tours. I, um... I did a bunch of random things for them. Like, sometimes I just cleaned out animal stalls. But it was, <laughs> I mean, literally, that's what I did some days. So One time I got to acid etch a floor. It's like, wow. it was the most random mm-hmm. stuff. But I liked it because it was something different every day. Um, but I have always, always wanted to have a bakery. Like, I loved baking. I baked a ton when I was a stay-at-home mom. I don't bake as much now at home. <laughs> right. Um but I was always making cookies or bread or some or something for someone, cakes or whatever. So um, our old church where we were before, it was smaller than where we are now. But I made Christmas cookies every Christmas Eve for every single person that walked through the door. So I baked thousands of cookies every year at Christmas. Wow. So that when people came into church on Christmas Eve, they can get a cookie with their coffee and.
0: Aw. Yeah. amazing. It
1: was, but that, I just loved baking. Mm-hmm. And sweet treats make people happy.
0: Yes. They really do. Okay. So you had kind of a a little bit of a calling. Yes. So at what point did you go, okay, enough of this? Greg's dad
1: had cancer, Mm -hmm. has cancer, actually. Um, It's in remission. But he went through treatment, and he had to live in isolation for a while. And um, he had a stem cell transplant. And it was not great for a while. And when he got done with treatment and he got to come out of isolation, they asked him how he was, and he said, well, I'm alive and kicking, which is on the wall in Gramps. Yes. But Greg and I had always talked about maybe opening something someday, and uh, and we were like, why are we waiting to do this? Let's mm-hmm. just try. And if we fail, we fail, but if we don't, then great. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, if we don't try, we won't know. Mm-hmm. So we just went for it, and then COVID hit. So then we... <laughs> So then we we filed all the paperwork and got everything ready. And then during COVID, I I sat at the house and worked on things, just Mm -hmm. perfected icings and decided exactly which product we were going to do because we weren't necessarily going to do donuts to start with. But we, you know, decided, like, went through several things to try Mm -hmm. from home. I was like, well, we have all this time. Might as well get some things right. Mm -hmm. So then when it came time to open, we could, you know, find a shop, and get ready to go. So we found a shop in where we are now in January. We had a lease somewhere else that didn't work out. And then we found that shop in Jan- December January, and then we were open by July. Mm-hmm. So that went really well.
0: Yeah. So any, when you were kind of going through that, I mean, so you haven't, you haven't ever done this before. You've been thinking about it. He goes through cancer treatment mm-hmm. all these things. You I mean, I would think you start going, Yes, I really want to do this, but man, there's a lot of... And then uh-huh. COVID. There's a lot of things telling me not to. So kind of walk yes. through that a little bit. Um, it kind of, And I, what I mean by that is kind of like what you were feeling. Like, oh, what, yeah. were, what were you so, experiencing?
1: I went to college to be an elementary school teacher, mm-hmm. and I didn't finish college. Mm-hmm. So I don't have a business degree. I just have a, a liking of people and a like of baking or mm-hmm. love of baking and love of people. And so... Um, all this is going. And I was like, well, it'll just work out when it's time. We earlier in our marriage, when we had figured out, or at least I had figured out, I'm pretty sure Greg knew this already. um, Things work out for the best. You just don't see it at the time necessarily. So instead of being frustrated at COVID, I was like, well, we have time. Just like I had a teenager at the time who was getting ready to leave for school. I got extra time with that kid because we were at home. So I just kind of tried to look at it that way instead of being disheartened that we're not able to open right then mm-hmm. we just got more time to get some things right mm-hmm. which was really good but yes um not not knowing what's coming I remember the day before we opened I looked at Greg I'm like do you think people are going to show up and he was like well probably <laughs> and then I go to I go to work at like two that morning that we opened and uh he texts me he goes like there's a line down the street at like 4 30 in the morning and we weren't opening till seven
0: oh my god. and it was, like,
1: it was like there are people waiting out there already no i had no clue it was just but yeah we during all that time of things not going our way like because we tried for six months to get the other place to work and just couldn't get it to work for lots of different reasons but when that was over i was like well we'll find something better and we did like we have a great location we have parking which right downtown is rare um but all that stuff worked out we just had to
0: to wait Mm-hmm. Be a little bit more patient than I like to be. So, how do you do that? How do you wait? What it, What's your um, you know? I coping mechanism.
1: <laughs> I distract myself when I'm having to wait. Okay. I um, find other things to focus on. So, in that in that instance, I focused on icings and which product we want to do because we talked about doing biscuits. We talked about okay. doing cookies. We I mean, there's so many things we talked about. Yeah um what kind of donut we wanted to do there's Mm -hmm. so many types of donuts um so all of those things were a distraction of course it was COVID so I had two kids at home doing homeschool so that was a distraction yes um those kinds of things but typically when I am having to be patient I try to find a different occupation for my mind Mm -hmm. that at least takes my stress from that patience away Mm -hmm. because a lot of times it's just waiting and worrying and that doesn't do me any
0: good yeah so a distraction so, Graves has been this, like, great success story. It's gone really well. Better than you ever imagined oh, it could so be. so much better. Yes. yes. So, do you ever kind of second-guess that, though? Like, oh, this, this is as good as it's going to get, or it's, the wheels are going to fall off next week, or? Oh, well, I think the
1: wheels are going to fall off every day.
0: <laughs> so, um, it is,
1: um, again, no business experience. So, some things are just like, I might make a mistake. Right. And that's going to be okay right but we just go from well I did this wrong this time I'll do it better next time right um which is a theme among our staff like if you get it wrong it's okay we'll be we'll be all right um (laughs) but then like the first year we were open we got a couple of offers for people who wanted to franchise Gramps Mm -hmm. and I it's a great idea but I was like there's only one of me
0: right <laughs> and there's only one
1: of greg yeah and we still have people who live at our house right so I was and thinking, he has another job oh and he has a, <laughs> another very full-time job right right yes yes so i was like mm, this is probably not the right time for that so that's right. another waiting thing um but yeah you know you make a business decision and then you go that maybe wasn't the right call or maybe right. it was and then you d- you just kind of have to live with it and roll with it and fix it and move on But I think all that about like
0: managing employees and doing your taxes and payroll. Just get an accountant. That's that's like the best answer ever (laughs) for that. I was like, uh,
1: that is something that we got audited by the state because we have sales tax this year, which is apparently fairly common. But I got that notice and I panicked. yes. And I called our accountant and she was like, oh, I got it. Right. She's like, I need like these three things from you. Yes. And it was all done. And I didn't have to do any of it. I was like, oh, this is amazing. Everyone should always have an accountant. Like, I agree always. with you.
0: And I did it, had a sales tax audit too, like my second or third year of practicing. So I, told, yes. I think they're like targeting new businesses. <laughs> According to my accountant,
1: that's fairly normal. Yeah. I yeah. Think
0: that's exactly right. But
1: man, it stressed me out. Yes. And they're like, we went every receipt. I'm like, you know, I go to Kroger every day, right? Every day. Every single day. Like. I left Kroger today, and the guy who works the self-jacket said, See you tomorrow, Amy, when I was leaving. <laughs> That's how often I go to Kroger.
0: That's amazing. It's hilarious. So do you find that um, things are different? Because now you're not a stay-at-home mom. Now you're Correct. a business owner. Yes. So how has that kind of changed your perspective of yourself? Oh, um, I used
1: to feel like I was really super organized <laughs> and I don't feel that way anymore. I know I drop some things sometimes, which yeah. is okay. Right. Like that's just the way it's going to go. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, a lot more self-confident I think than I was before just because I'm like, I'm doing this. This is going okay. Like right. We're doing all right. Right. Yeah. With employees, mm-hmm. I didn't know how that would go. We had a manager when we first opened for about three months or so and um, she was driving a decent distance and it just became too much after three months. And so she resigned and she was like, you can totally be a manager. She's like, you don't need me to do this. You can do it. Yeah. And I was like, we'll see. But I can, turns out. Right. Um, just add it to your list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I have had jobs where I had management that was horrible. Mm-hmm. And I've had jobs that I had management that was wonderful. Right. And I was like, well, we're going to do the things I really liked from those managers and not do the things I did not like right and go from there right but yeah it's it's been interesting so that's good
0: yeah so as you um like thinking back to when you like were first thinking about this so say you know someone or or someone is kind of listening to this and they're like oh I've always kind of had this thought about I want to do something else but I'm not really sure like if I can do it or how to start it or do you have any advice words of encouragement well I think
1: if it's if it's been something that you've been thinking about Mm -hmm. you should at least give it a go Mm -hmm. I mean if you fail you fail but you tried Mm -hmm. and then you know that wasn't for me or it was right because you know I know people who said they were gonna be stay-at-home moms when they had babies and then they started staying at home and they're like oh this is not for me right like this is I would rather be at work Mm -hmm. because I need this break right and that's fine, right. Like, the, but then you tried. The other thing I would say is we talked to a ton of people who own small businesses mm-hmm. before we opened. And I talked to a lot of women who run their own business and they were a wonderful sounding block and a great source of help mm-hmm. when I had questions. Um, just anything, good advice on where to get stuff even, like just things you need for a business that I had no clue I needed until they were like, oh, you should get an account here because you're gonna need didn't even cross my mind. I was right. going to need those things. Right. So those kinds of things have been, those kinds of people have been really, really good. And if I still have an issue or I want to work on something, I can call a lot of, a couple of those women own bakeries. So mm-hmm. they'll help me mm-hmm. and I help other women if they need it. So mm-hmm. I think that's been very helpful. Um, Matt at Matt Weaver at Nico's Bakery. Mm-hmm. He was super helpful when we were opening. hmm and he came in, he's like, when, you, when you're when you the manager, they're going to ask you questions nonstop. He said, it's never going to end. <laughs> <laughs> and I was not prepared for like, I didn't, he told me that. And I was like, no, they really, pe- when you're opening a, a place of business, people ask you questions all the time. Mm-hmm. And then you change things all the time until you find the right pattern that works for your right, business. Right. And so every day is like, are we doing it this way today? You know, like, right. yeah. And so like it, Just even that advice was super helpful because that was not something I could have anticipated because I didn't know. Right. Yeah. I think
0: that's great. I think we try to do things like on our own so much instead of like reaching out to these tenured people or people who have wisdom or knowledge that's beyond what we have. Yes. And then not feeling, um, not like being humbled by that. Like it's a good, it's a good thing for somebody to say, hey, you ought to think about doing it this way. Not, not to be offended. You know? Yes. Oh, i
1: I craved that when we opened, yeah. just because I really didn't know what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Like people-wise, I felt really comfortable with people. Right? I'd had. I mean, I, when you are a substitute teacher, you run a classroom. You they're all small people, but you know. Yeah. But yeah, that part I felt comfortable with it was the whole business aspect of it that mm-hmm. I was just so unsure of. Yeah. And Greg has a, a business degree, so and he does business stuff with his job, even as pastor. Right. So he has that, um, but. He again also has another job, so there are some things I just had to learn on on the fly, mm-hmm. if you will. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or lots of things on the fly. Right.
0: Yeah. It's a learning. Le- you it's learn all something a learning new curve. every day. I oh think, yeah. Owning a small business.
1: Oh yeah. I feel like that's um still going on. We've uh, been open oh, yeah. two and a half years. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's what that is, or oh, we need to do this, or mm-hmm. I'm going to change this because after you do something for a while and you realize this isn't as efficient as
0: it could be, right. or whatever that is right or yeah. like you said you just got audited so like there's you learn a whole nother set Oh set yeah, of there's things that whole, you have to do differently next yes, time yeah
1: there's a whole new way of fouling now at right. my house that, that wasn't <laughs> happening before right, but now right. i know so it's it's changed
0: don't go away we'll be right back with our show this is dr janet roland and it's the dental minute I wanted to share a common question that I get from my patients pretty often. It's about dry mouth. So I often have patients come in and they say, my mouth is very, very dry. We call that condition xerostomia. Xerostomia is pretty common um, as people age, and also with increased medications and certain diseases. So why is this important? Dry mouth is a problem because your natural saliva rinses away bacteria from your teeth. So when you eat something, all of the saliva helps kind of rinse and cleanse your mouth. Your saliva is filled with immunoglobulins and all kinds of other healthy um, bacterias and they can help keep your mouth really clean but if you don't have any saliva or you have limited saliva it can allow bacteria and food to sit on the teeth and cause increased decay xerostomia um, is a is an, a condition that's caused a lot by medications. So sometimes we do a checklist of what medications you're on and how those can contribute. Um, one of the best things over the counter is a product called Biotene. That's a saliva substitute. So they have that in a rinse or a lozenge um, or a mouth spray. Um, sometimes those can help. Otherwise, you can always speak to your dentist or your primary care physician about other options. I hope this has been helpful. This is the Dental Minute with Dr. Janet Rowland. Let's get back to the show. So you are um, mom, business owner, baker, um, wife. You're in ministry, really just kind of by default because that's what your husband does. Um, What's, how do you find balance in all that?
1: Okay, so balance Well one, I keep the important things, the most important things. Mm-hmm. They're always first. God is always first, my family's always second. Mm-hmm. That is if I if I have to close my shop because my family needs me for something, then that's just what will happen. right. Um, the other thing is I try to make space for myself. Mm-hmm. I am better at being a mom and a wife and a business owner when I am well rested and well fed <laughs> right. and I'm taking care of myself. Right. And I'm I go to the gym. I you know, I read for enjoyment, just just for pure fun. I because that gives me a, a mental break. Yeah. Um run not running, I don't run anymore, but I'll probably start soon. But the gym, um I go to boot camp. Yeah. It is a hard workout. It is terrific and is a great stress reliever. Yeah but it puts me in a better mental space. Mm -hmm. All of those things combined put me in a better mental space. Mm -hmm. I can tell when I haven't had enough sleep or I haven't been eating very well, or I haven't been able to go to the gym and get a workout. Like my body tells me and then I'm grouchy or irritable or whatever it is. So just, I'm better at the other things when I also take care of myself.
0: Well, and you said getting enough sleep. I mean, as it is, what time do you get up in the morning? um most days
1: of the week i'm up around five which is not horribly early i i cook the donuts one day a week i have a cook now okay and on those days i go in around 330 okay so i'm up about three 245 three somewhere yeah. in there so that's a short night's sleep I, I go to bed at like a toddler at like 7 <laughs> 30 or eight
0: okay
1: so i still get like six or seven hours yeah. like i'm Sleep is very important to me. Yeah, same. <laughs> it makes such a huge difference on how you feel. So,
0: so one of the things you just said is you said my God is first, my family is always second. You said if I have to close my shop to take care of my family, I will do that. Yes. So kind of what I hear in that is that you have some principles for your yes. life. Like this is always Yes. what it is. Are there some others that you th- it's always this way? Um and it, here's why I like that, because I think once you make a decision about yeah. the principle about your life and you're like, it's always going to be like this, you never have to make that decision again. No, like that is
1: set. Like my right. my family will always be right after God. Right. And if that's what I need to do, then that is what I need to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I, for a sense of, I don't know, maybe a sense of adventure or a I feel like, I try to get every good drop of life I can. Mm -hmm. So like, I don't want to miss opportunities Mm -hmm. um, of things that I've always wanted to do or try, or even if it makes me feel uncomfortable or it puts me in a, you know, a weird light or whatever it is. I, it's always a good thing to try it. And so that is a principle that I have. I, I will say no to things, but they're not things I'm um, super into. But if it's something I, for instance, Um, our 25th wedding anniversary is next year and we were talking about going to Europe but then we have a chance to go to Hawaii instead yes and I've always wanted to surf so this year I'm going to train like I'm going to be a surfer I love it because I don't want to go to Hawaii and miss a chance to surf right because I'm not physically capable of surfing how do
0: you train to be a surfer well (laughs) this is why I
1: said I was gonna start running because apparently I have to be able to run okay um Red Bull, oddly, has a website that tells you like the things you need to do to be in shape to surf. Okay. boot Camp actually covers a lot of it.
0: Wow. But I need to
1: learn to do chin-ups. So that'll be Ooh, interesting. Oh, yeah. So hard. I'm just going to hang on the bar for a really long
0: time. Mm-hmm. I don't see any. That seems good. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> seems like it'll work. <laughs> <laughs> they actually suggest that on their website. Like, they're like, if you can't do a chin-up, you hang there and then slowly start trying to pull yourself up, like after you get
0: used to hanging. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That seems harder the longer I've been hanging there <laughs> to then I know. try to do it. Well,
1: I think like at, like each time you do it, like you try a little. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. know. Like you get your muscles used to hanging and then you try to pull up a little bit more. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Okay. Years ago, I could do tons of chin-ups. I just can't do them now. So.
0: I love that. So it's but an yes. adventure.
1: Yes. Just, I I don't want to miss out on something because I was afraid to try it. Right. I feel like that's just a wasted opportunity. Well,
0: how do you overcome the fear
1: um, or the discomfort? Sometimes I just, I break it down into time frames. Okay. Like this is going to be uncomfortable for 30 minutes, or this is okay. going to be something I don't like for an hour or whatever that is. Um, heights are a fear I have not been able to really get over. Mm-hmm. But like if we get a chance to go ziplining in Hawaii, I will totally do it
0: because I don't want to miss it. You don't want to miss it. I will regret not trying, so I might as well just try it. Well, they say that you regret, most people regret things that they never did. Yes. Versus regretting things that you actually tried.
1: Yes. Because, you know, if I try something and I'm not good at it, well, at least I tried. And now right. I know I'm not. For instance, axe throwing. I thought I would love axe throwing. Yeah. I can't hit anything with an axe. <laughs> Same. You're not in danger for me at all with right. holding an axe. Right. I'm going to
0: hurt myself first. Yes. It's going to ricochet back and hit me. <laughs> Basically. Yes. <laughs> yes.
1: But I was like, oh, that sounds like so much fun. Let's do that. And then we went once. I'm like, oh, this is not my thing. I
0: agree with you. Yeah. I don't know what my problem is. I not oh. get it right.
1: Greg and I went once and the guy was like kept trying to give me instructions and he was making me more mad.
0: <laughs> and so then I was like, okay, I'm just done now. Forget
1: it. He was like, I'll bring you a sharper one. I'm like, I'm going to hurt myself. Please <laughs> <That's> don't. <great>. <laughs> <laughs> and Gre- meanwhile, Greg's hitting the target every, every time. Every time. Yeah.
0: Every time. Yeah. No doubt. Does he share that kind of sense of adventure or is that he, you driving he that? Do- he
1: does. He will go along with some of those things. He mm. likes to really think out stuff. I don't think out as long as he does. Yeah, so more analytical. Yes, he is much more analytical. Mm -hmm. We just did a um, spiritual gifts test. Yes, and um, strategizing was like my bottom one, and it actually said on my thing. It said, uh, this is a skill you're born with and you cannot develop. And mine was like a zero. And I was like, well, okay. I don't have strategy, but that's okay. It's I okay. have other
0: things. I don't have to be that. But
1: Greg, Greg's like second one or third one was strategy. So I was like, see, we're a t- perfect team.
0: Perfect team. Yeah. You don't need to have his gifts.
1: No, needs to have, I don't. Yeah. yeah. compliment we can, each other. Yeah, we can go together just fine. But yes, he he will try things because I want to try them mm-hmm. most of the time. But yeah, it's... There is some, There are some things that, like, I don't know that he wants to go surfing. So he might just watch me go surfing. Well, he could take videos. Yes. I'm like, well, I need video proof. You do? Like, the one time I got to drive a tractor, because I've never driven a tractor,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Um, I was like, you're going to you need to do the video of me driving this tractor. Perfect. And I'm like screaming and yelling because I'm so excited about driving a tractor on this video years ago. But yeah. He's I'm like, like yes! your social media
0: coordinator. He is. Yeah. He does social media for Gramps, too. So it's yeah. perfect. Yeah, it is. I love that. Yeah. Um, what's your biggest struggle or obstacle right now? I do
1: have a lot of self-doubt when it comes to things like with my staff, Mm -hmm. because they depend on me for their livelihood. Right. And that is hard. Big responsibility. Yeah. Like, like I will, you know, business ebbs and flows. So you have to watch, like, how many people are working when and, like, when you're sending people home because there's not as many people coming in the door, which happens in restaurants all the time. But, like, you know, people have to pay rent. Right. They, ha- they have to be able to eat. So you got to balance those kinds of things out. And I always want to make sure I'm making the right decision on their behalf. And so there's a lot of that in there. And then, of course, with hiring because you never know. Like, you, you kind of know, but you kind of don't know. Right. So that's always – you hope that the people that you're interviewing that you decide to hire are great. Mm-hmm. I've been very fortunate in that regard, um, but you never know. So like, just little things like that, mm-hmm. just a little self-doubt that gets in there because it's not something I'm experienced in.
0: Mm-hmm. So I'm learning as I go on those types mm-hmm. of things, but yeah. You talked earlier about um, just some, you do time for yourself. You kind of mm-hmm. um, go out with your friends or read a book or whatever. Do you have kind of a daily, like, do you journal or do you um, have some quiet time or um, prayer time or anything like that that you do, like, regularly? Yes. Um, I pray in the mornings. Yeah. Um, d-
1: usually while I'm getting ready, eating breakfast. Yeah. I'm not scrolling. I'm not looking at stuff. Um, I don't do journaling. I. I'm I don't know I can't wrap my mind around journaling it feels like a middle schooler doing a diary to me sometimes and so so it's not my thing but I don't know if I'm maybe I need to get one of those like guided journals and that'd probably be better I don't know or you just do your own thing it's okay yeah but um prayer time in the mornings um in the shower even like just when it when the house is quiet and and then throughout the day as as needed Mm -hmm. (laughs) some days need more prayer than others. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah. And just quiet time. I don't know at at bed, you know, when you go to bed, like it's just nice, quiet, Mm -hmm. like relax, talk to God a little bit and go to sleep. Yeah. Yeah.
0: With all the other hats you wear, what's the most important advice you can give other women who are kind of in your same shoes. And so I'm, what I mean by that is like, they just have, you wear a lot of hats. I feel like you are in a lot of different roles. Yes. Um, You got kids going off to college. You got kids in college. You got, you kind of have to present yourself with your husband and his role. Mm -hmm. Um, What's the best advice you can give? Be your authentic self. Like I'm not, I don't
1: change my personality based on what role I'm in. I am myself all the time, which is sometimes great. And then sometimes the teachers at school are like, what? Yeah, because... Sometimes I'm bossy me and not <laughs> you know. But um I'm my authentic self and then I, you know, take it as it comes. So there are some days that you're gonna spend way more time doing one hat, like my business job, or I'm the school mom, I'm the academic team mom at our school. So like I handle all the organization for academic team meets which is a major event at our house and so you know there are days I spend way more time on that and don't do anything with some of the other stuff and that's okay too but I think mainly is being yourself and being true to yourself and then remembering to be kind to everyone Mm -hmm. along the way Mm -hmm. because you know sometimes you just want to get stuff done
0: right well and you have those guiding principles too that we talked about like I think once you have those in place yes Everything else kind of flows a little bit easier. Yes, even.
1: it's, it's, you know, when you have a principle, like God is first, your family is second, and then I take care of, you know, the business needs of things. When I need to say no to something, mm-hmm. then that's okay, because right. I know where my priorities are lying and that's not in those top priorities. Mm-hmm. So if I need to have a cutoff. I um, am also, I really like a structured day. Mm-hmm. So there are. There are times of the day I don't do work. Like I'm not going to work at 8 p.m. at on my phone at my computer at home because all my office stuff is at my house. Right. But I'm not doing that at night. Yeah. Like my work day is my work day. Yeah. And then I'm home. So I like having those that
0: boundary set. Well, and if you're working at 3 a.m., 8 p.m. is not a good time for you. <laughs>
1: if I, when I'm awake at 3 a.m., 8 p.m., I'm not awake.
0: I'm asleep <laughs> by then,
1: usually. What else did I not ask you about that you want oh, to talk we were about. Talking about books yeah okay so i did read some business books before we opened okay let's hear it. i read a few i at greg's request because greg <laughs> reads business books a lot okay um the covert cows by steve robinson it's okay. the story of chick-fil-a yeah and how they developed a brand and a cult-like following yeah i don't know if it's cult-like but the world loves
0: chick-fil-a so And they have a very clear mission and vision statement. And everybody knows what it is. And I'll tell you when I always want to eat Chick-fil-A is on Sunday. Of course. (laughs) The day you can't have it. But that makes me really like I appreciate that about them, that that's one of their guiding principles. We're not going to be open on Sunday. Yeah. Um, So that
1: was one that I read. And then um, Raving Fans, it was by Ken Blanchard and Sheldon Bowles. It's just talking about having an air of excellence and in everything you do and creating a fan base of loyal customers, Mm -hmm. which is we try to do everything with excellence at Gramps. Mm -hmm. I mean, sometimes we make mistakes, but that's our goal is to do everything well and to have an environment where everyone feels welcome and loved. So if you walk in and you don't feel welcome and loved, we failed somewhere Mm -hmm. and then we try to figure out where that is. Yeah. Yeah. I do feel like you have that environment. I, I hope we do. We try. But I tell people, welcome to Gramps, and they just look at me. But I'm like, no, surprised. Surprised. Yeah. Well, a lot of times they're like, because I don't think they're, most people don't greet all the time when you come in. Right. So, but um, I did have a customer once. I was asking, he was a regular customer, mm-hmm. but he didn't ever talk to us very much. Mm-hmm. And I try to get to know all of our customers' names, especially if you're in on a regular basis. But I was asking him about his day. and was like, what he was going to do. He's like, are you going to follow me around? Why are you being so nosy? <laughs> and I said, I was like, I'm just trying to be friendly. He's like, well, you don't need to know. I was like, that's fine. I was like, that's fine. You have a great day. Like, right. like I don't need, I'm really just being friendly. Like, what are your plans for today? You know, just small talk. Right. But he's like, well, are you going to follow me around? No, no, I'm not. I just, I just I just want to know how you're doing. Right.
0: Yeah. Well, I, um, if you haven't been to Gramps yet, then you need to visit. Come, yeah, come say hello. Yes, um... I love the um, chocolate is one of my most favorites. And then the berry, it's like the pink. What is Very it? Very good. Berry So good. That's my grandmother's strawberry icing recipe. And it is yeah. phenomenal.
1: It is really good. Yeah.
0: And um, anyway, so it's a great place just to go and visit. And um, you can also meet Amy's father-in-law. He's there every single day.
1: Also known as Gramps. Yes. It and is. his
0: picture's on the wall and in all their advertising. And yes. he is just as friendly as Amy is. So Yes, he is super friendly friendly and he loves to sit there and talk oh and if you want to take a selfie with him he would love that because that is like a a
1: joy of his i love it oh he absolutely loves it
0: and he has kind of made it his mission to be there and just be kind to people all day long just kind of what you've said
1: yes he greets everyone if usually when he gets there he gets there right when we open he'll hold the door open for everyone and say hello and talk to them and then as he notices people coming through if he's not seen them before he'll just chit chat with them and see what they're up to. Um, but yeah, he, and then he'll tell everyone, have a great day when they leave. Like he just is happy to be there and
0: happy to visit. So here's something else that I think is neat about him. Um, I once saw him out at breakfast at another local place on a Monday. Yeah, of course. And he said, um, I said, what are you doing here? You're not allowed to eat here. And he laughed and he said, we try to support all other local businesses yes. on the days that Gramps is closed. Yes. He
1: has a little rotation that he, he kind of goes through on Mondays. And I
0: think that's amazing yes. that he is trying to, I, I think he recognizes how welcome Gramps has been in the community that he's yes. trying to get back. And he may yes. have done that his whole life. I don't know, but...
1: He was really into coffee shops, which was part of the reason we started a coffee shop, which is where Gramps and my son called him Gramps. So that's where the Gramps came from. But he there was a place here called Beyond the Brim somewhere around here. Right. And he was a regular there for years. And there are there are baristas here in town who will come in and be like, I used to wait on you at Beyond the Brim. And they'll talk to him. And he went there for years and years. So like he, and when we lived in Lexington, he went to a place there. Mm -hmm. So he just loves hanging out in coffee shops. Mm -hmm. But he has a little crew that comes and sits with him. They're pretty much everyday regulars. (laughs) Um, Some of them used to meet him at other coffee shops. And now they come to Gramps, which is really nice. But on Mondays, that little crew goes to other places, which is great.
0: It supports our local yes. community, which I love.
1: Yes. And we we know a lot of the local coffee shop owners. Um, we exchange information and we talk to each other. And so that's been really great. Um, I had a problem with something a while back and I went to TC at Cahawa Java and said, how do you do this? And she's like, oh, I'm doing it this way. And then they had a problem with something. And so they called me and I told them how I did it. So like, we're, that's nice too, that we can be collaborative about stuff like that. I think
0: that's really great. And not feel like you're in competition.
1: No, yeah, I don't feel like uh, we we'll, we'll all do well, right? Like we don't need to be in competition, right? And yeah. we're supporting each other. Yes. We'll all do well. Yes. And if like for instance, I don't sell matcha tea. Mm-hmm. I don't have it, but Kahawa Java does, and theirs is really good. So when people ask me about it, that's where I send them. Right. Because I'm I'm not going to carry that probably. Right. But I do have I have other things. But if you that's what you want, then that's maybe where you should go. So. Yeah. I love that community. Yeah. Yes good
0: well if
1: we work together we'll do great absolutely yeah
0: amy if somebody wants to come to gramps and they haven't ever heard of it or don't know where it is tell us where you're located we are at 333 frederica street which is also the
1: corner of fourth and frederica we're right across the street from dan howard drugs so you can come we have a parking lot you can come in you can park you can come in and say hello get you a coffee or a donut or a tea whatever floats your boat there but make sure you come and say hi to gramps and if i'm around say hi to me and if we want to follow you on Facebook or Instagram, Gramps Coffee and Donuts. That's perfect. what we're, that's what we are. Perfect. On either one of those, Amy Instagram Gilmore. or Facebook. Amy
0: Gilmore, thank you so much for thank being Thank you so here. much. I appreciate Thanks appreciate you. Thanks for listening today. I'm Dr. Janet Rowland, and this is The Smile Project. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.